Gentlemen, turn out your pockets. Ladies, empty your handbags. Whoever has the gun is the murderer. Yes, it was me. Of course it was me. Who else would it be, you idiots? When the lights were out, I crept downstairs and I strangled Mark with the microphone cord. And just to do him in extra, I hit him over the head with the mixer as well. He just brought up the Dark Tower series so many times. Every damn episode. He had to go. Every time it was Stephen King, this Dark Tower, that shining. Ugh. Flames on the sides of my face. Breathing, heaving. And I would have killed Matthew, too. But the idiot didn't even have the common sense to eat the Donalds that he brought! Why did I even go and poison it? Well, it's all water under the bridge now. There's no use running. The cops, they aren't even going to arrive in time. And by the time I'm out of here, there will be one less podcast host to worry about in this world. But first, on tonight's episode of Nightcaps at the Theater, let's sit down, drink some cognac, and... <laughs> Play a board game? Clue is tonight's episode on the first of our <laughs> Madcap Marchness. I hope you enjoy. Alang, alang, alang. Do da do. Life would be a dream if I could feel you up in paradise up above. Life would be a dream, sweetheart. Hello, hello again. Shaboom da ba ba da 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 Especially because Mort's a, a really lame name. Mm-hmm. Oh, are we on? Yeah. Oh, what's by, that? By what? the way, this is Mort. <laughs> <laughs> Mort the Mortician. Yeah. We were just discussing. Uh, what's that dribbling down the court, Matt? Oh, it's a gaggle of laughs. It's Ooh. Madcap Marchness. Whoa. Wow. I hope that's not licensed anywhere. <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, no, actually, I Googled it, and uh, it's, we're the first ones that come up. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm our Podbean and I think our iTunes. Wow. Too. Madcap Marchness. Well, starting Look trends. But who are you, Matt? I don't know. Our uh, audience doesn't well, know who we are. Today, I am. Mart Zibribra. Ah, Zibrera. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and... So Mark uh, couldn't be here tonight, mm-hmm. and we are trying our best to fill in his shoes. But they, there's some big shoes, and I got. Oh, actually, my feet are freakishly big. <laughs> wow. They weren't. They weren't like this this morning. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that happened <laughs> oh. in the two minutes before. Um, I am a case of the church giggles that just won't stop. You know, oh. those are the best and the worst. Oh no, uh, Jonathan Kwiatkowski. When you're with your parents and they they look at you disapprovingly, oh, and they're yeah. like, "I'm I- not the one laughing. I'm the one giving the scorn." <laughs> oh, okay. 
Yeah, you when that happens, here. your parents say they, they literally carry you like a newborn and they take you to where the, they put the crying babies. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, there's if it's it's not church if there's not at least oh. five crying babies there oh, that yeah. cry and then laugh and then everyone goes oh and then cries and like get it out, get it oh. out. I like. I went to church recently. Actually, it, it may surprise audiences. <laughs> More recent than I went, probably. Yeah. Hashtag bad Catholic. And I think I, for it, Ash it was, Wednesday, did you get ashes too? No, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> I forgot. And I ate meat two seconds into Ash Wednesday. I oh. like heated up a hot pocket and went, "Fuck!" <laughs> that was my <laughs> yeah, life. Right. Uh, mid. Well, yeah, it was, was mid chew. I looked yeah. at the calendar. Oh, <laughs> uh, and uh, no, I went to church recently. It was a special occasion, so I think it brings along people that don't normally go. Mm. These people didn't know the etiquette. They had like a, a baby that was just. <laughs> they like, were sports fans. Yeah. They got their foam fingers out. <laughs> yeah, they, they started the wave. <laughs> this baby was literally like knocking down shelves that the oh. books were on, and yeah. like opening pews and wow, this uh, baby was not the giving kneelers. a little Damien in there yeah. and they didn't know what to do with it I, I won't <laughs> they I won't, just let it go <laughs> I really wanted to like shush them like in the middle of the oh, homily no. I don't even I, I don't yeah. even care about church I don't think I'm I've ever shushed say, before in my life except my children that I teach but yeah. that's a different thing oh, like, of course in, in public yeah I, I was I've been really the, I've been to... the shush the, the shushy the shushy yeah. victim or whatever oh. The one Ooh. getting shushed. Oh, we know all about that. Uh, I just, you know, I'm Ref- going deaf. I have to, to talk loud. Refer to the reviews. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, Madcap Marchness. We're each going to take a comedy and we're going to make us watch it, right? And hopefully it goes <laughs> over that's, well. That's what we do here. Matt's been winning the categories lately, so maybe he won't win this one. Yeah, maybe. Yep. I haven't even seen my movie yet. I've never seen it before. But and I, it hasn't it, stopped you before, Matthew. <laughs> it hasn't stopped you before. I guess maybe now I'll start watching them before I bring them over. Alright, so let's get into I have a few hints for you and the audience to see if you can guess. Uh, okay. Last time, the first clue was 1 plus 1 plus 2 plus 1 plus 1. Uh... The second hmm. clue I gave was it is in my top five films. And wow. the third clue I will give you tonight is it is the last film of the great theater gimmicks. And to explain this, this is when a theater would do something. It was um, okay. unconventional. Like, like for until yeah, scratch and sniff. And for Wait Until Dark, which is a, a movie starring, uh, well, not a blind actress. Audrey Hepburn is playing a blind actor. They would turn down for the last 10 minutes of the scene. The t- of the movie, the entire light so is pitch black, like no exit lights, no everything, because it's a really okay. tense scene where we can't really see. Uh, Vincent Price huh. used to hang skeletons that would float everywhere in the old Hammer horror films. You know, uh, there was a, a film starring Joan Crawford where she was a killer and she came out with like a mock buzzsaw and like actually killed, well not killed someone, but like <laughs> prop killed someone right, right. and like spurts of blood everywhere. It was it was kind of cheesy, but last great. Theater huh. gimmick. This movie stopped that. Audience was like, "We're done with these. Oh, we no. can't handle these anymore." Oh no! And I think that's a really juicy. I hint never, for you. I, I never even heard of that. Yeah, though. I have no clue what this could be. You do it's, in your heart of hearts. It seems like it's older. I will um, give you the year if you want that too. Well, you said the last of the theater gimmicks, and oh, I was like, "But it's much was, later than what you're giving it credit." Well, for. I was thinking, there's no way this came out after Spy Kids 3D game oh, over. Well, yeah, it, there was a lull, let's say, and then okay. they came up to like the children of the world again, like yeah, 3D yeah. and Smellovision never right. really went out of style. But this stopped like the theatricality of it all, right? That's really interesting. Never heard of any of this. Yeah, mm. I'll take the year. Uh, 1985. Ooh, I should have known. Knowing you, known. top five, it's gotta yeah. be 80s. It's gotta be 80s. Oh, 85. Mm. Good gosh. And it's a comedy. Oh. Mm. I, 
Oh. This is always the part of the episode where I ponder, do I cut out the awkward silence that I was thinking, <laughs> or do I just leave it in? I do make strange noises when I... This is why I don't think. Can't, can't think in public. I have to put a sound effect here sometime. Yeah, right. Um, yep. We can't afford that. No. I would say... I don't know if this had a gimmick, but I would go for... Uh, the Goonies. The Goonies, no. No, 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 no. Uh, but good guess. Goonies is deep in my heart. I don't know one plus one plus I'm going to give you another hint. Okay. This film was based on a classic a board game. Oh, of course. <laughs> we are watching Cluedo. <laughs> or Cluedo. Clue yeah. the movie, as it's Clue better known. Good luck. And wow. this movie. Oh, I should have known. You should have known. Mark knew. And the reason why he wasn't, he would have given it away in a second. So. Yeah, I've, I, yeah, I don't this, know. I've never heard the hint. I don't know much about this film. Yeah, this movie is everything to me. This is the childhood film that was wow. on Comedy Central 24 7. Really? This is the first film I remember watching it every single time it was on. I didn't even know this was a comedy. Inspired my comedic a gusto to this day, right? Would not be the same Jonathan I was if I did not ham fist clue down my throat every wow. wicked moment of my existence. This sounds awesome. It well, let's not rush. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Let's get into some backstory. Uh, initial reviews for Clue range from mixed to extremely harsh. Many oh, I know the theater gimmick. Yeah. I, oh, yes. I do, obviously, I know However, about this. However, today, this film is a cult classic comedy. Cult classic. Another yeah. thing that has to be a segue into the True. top five, Jonathan. Films. Uh, the screenplay was written by Jonathan Lynn, who directed such comedies as My Cousin Vinny uh, and Flops. <laughs> That's it. The only oh. thing notable is uh, My Cousin Vinny. Hey, everybody has his day. Uh, and John Landis, who we would have known if I watched uh, An American Werewolf in London uh, during our horror fest. Mm. The Blues Brothers, Coming to America, Trading Places, and Michael Jackson's Thriller video. Um, oh. So he's done a lot um, with the former directing. Uh, Clue had been in progress for years as Landis really wanted to make a movie based on a board game, which was crazy and is still crazy. On Why the would stuff. anyone whatever, whatever try happened that? to that Candyland Adam Sandler movie? That was, was that like, a thing? Oh. oh, I never knew about that. <sighs> Remember Battleship? <laughs> Remember oh, that? I do with Rihanna and uh, <laughs> Rihanna was Scar- in that. Yeah, I thought she was in uh, uh, Liberia and the Ten Thousand uh, v- Planets. Valeria. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, she was Liberia. <laughs> game of Thrones. She, she has a career. Yeah. Um, uh, based on a board game, along with the mystery filled and intrigue that would come with it. He just loved the mystery and the intrigue, and it's a murder mystery what's not to love Um, Jonathan Lynn could not figure out how to deal with the murders he wrote and (laughs) he could not create a satisfying ending Uh, the multiple ending concept was developed by John Landis who claims in an interview to have invited playwright Tom Stoppard uh, writer and composer Stephen Sondheim who everyone knows from everything. West Side Story, Gypsy, Sweeney Todd, The Gambit's yeah. all his, Sweeney Todd, big... Even even things yeah. I would know. And, and of... actor Anthony Perkins from Psycho. Hmm? The okay. original Norman, right? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, to write the screenplay. Uh, so they all collaborated supposedly together. A big uh, trivia thing that I found out is... Um, um, let me find the name. Jonathan, not Jonathan Landis, the other dude. Jonathan Lynn. Jonathan Lynn, uh, okay, yeah. he would throw big murder mystery parties and invite the who's <laughs> who of Hollywood to come and solve them and just have a night. And I'm like, that sounds like the funnest thing yeah, that that's sounds ever existed. Really awesome. Just like actually. these really capable writer, directors, actors, producers, all like. 
There's been a Fabulously murder. getting yeah, there's been a murder Sylvain. <laughs> <laughs> it was Hoodoo Mama Juju who did it the whole time. And I could tell you that office episode yeah. inspired heavily by Clue. Oh, the movie I, we're I going bet. to watch. Yeah. So I, I do have a question. Is yes. the multiple ending gimmick Oh, we're getting did, to that. We're getting well, did that happen in theater? Oh, like we'll get lot? to that. We'll get to that. Okay. Don't worry. Oh, um, all right. Landis and company apparently uh, through murder mystery parties is said with the creme de la creme. Uh, sounds like ton of fun. Landis was supposed to direct initially, but found himself too busy directing Spies Like Us, hmm. which what it, it was. Okay. I've heard of it. Yeah, movie, TV show. I think uh, Landis had a ton of faith in Lynn, despite it being his first movie and only having theater work on his belt. Hmm. While the rest of Hollywood did not have a ton of faith, and based on all the other flops. It was kind of warranted. Right, yeah. Like it was hit or miss, and based on reviews, my cousin it was definitely, Vinny hadn't even hadn't come out yet. Yeah, so. and based on reviews, it was definitely a miss. And but we're <sighs> so glad it became the cult classic day. It's the most quotable, memeable, gifable movie wow. you ever will see. Um, the humor is very hit or miss. One of my biggest concerns suggesting this movie is it's not funny, haha. It's funny okay. like witty. Okay. Um, and I there like are that. some laugh really out loud moments that. too that I will obviously act out when we get to the segue and we <laughs> recap the movie. Um, but I'm fingers crossed that you will love it. Uh, filming and development: Tim Curry is the main star uh, of this course, film I, as I Wadsworth the butler, who Wadsworth for Mister Body, who's the main antagonist, kind of central feature of this, and okay. is seeking justice for his wife, which we'll get to later. Uh, Leonard Ruster, Rowan Atkinson, Mister Bean were hey. considered for this. Yeah. Uh, maybe even John Cleese as well. Uh, Lynn's uh, friend Tim Curry he eventually approached him with the role will you do this for me and Tim Curry accepted because Tim Curry will do anything and (laughs) he's great for it like it's this and Rocky Horror Picture Show that are Tim Curry's crowning gems I'm surprised that's yeah I'm surprised that's what it came down to just you know friendship Um, Leslie Ann Warren as Miss Scarlet Uh, she's a Washington D.C. madam I know her from Victor slash Victoria which is another musical where she constantly goes about going I'm horny but she is a great character actress and she literally makes the movie like like she's sexy fun comedic everyone this film has a fantabulous cast Uh, (laughs) Carrie Fisher was originally considered for the role of Miss Scarlet but she couldn't fulfill it as she was stopping into rehab for a bit so she she could not at this time. Oh, um, damn. Martin Mull, who you may know as Mr. Kraft from Sabrina the Teenage Wish, or uh, one of the squares on Hollywood Squares, you'll know him when you see okay. him, is uh, Colonel Mustard, a war profiteer. Uh, like I said, Hollywood Square. And Gene Parmesan. There you go. You know him from oh. Martin Mull. There you go, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right. So he's there. Uh, Madeline Kahn. Classic, mm. wonderful effervescent indescribable Madeline Kahn as Miss White and she's in everything Blazing Saddles Young Frankenstein (laughs) Paper Moon uh, Theater Film Star uh, Murder by Death she was in the sequel for the inspiration for this film Uh, there was originally a murder mystery Murder by Death uh, which came out and it's kind of like this without it's not based on a board game it's just a murder (laughs) mystery and in the sequel she plays in the sequel The Chief Detective she plays another actress who is also in this movie's role so eileen brennan who is miss peacock played the role in the original murder by death and then madeline khan stepped into the sequel to play the same role so just to show how close-knit and you know campy and i don't know just i wanted to make connections so Uh, there's a sequel to murder by death yes what's it called the cheap detective the chief uh, detective. I was hoping. I haven't I, seen I either, but apparently to, they're good. I wanted it to yeah. be like murdered by. They're death making fun again. of like Ag- Agatha Christie novels nice. and uh, Death on the Nile. I mean, I love the title. Murder yeah. by Death is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christopher Lloyd 
Come on. Yeah. Where could you go? Back to the Future, everything. Uh, he plays Professor Plum. Okay. Um, I lead Brennan, as I said, Miss Peacock. Uh, we know her from Private Benjamin, which she got the Oscar nom for. Uh, oh. The Last Picture Show, she's the creepy cat lady in Jeepers Creepers, which... I know her from, but she's been uh, around the gamut, A to Z, and Murder by Death, a better murder mystery. Uh, Michael McKean as Mr. Green. Uh, hey, nice. Uh, he is from Laverne and Shirley. This is Spinal Tap. Uh, and Chuck McGill, Saul's brother on Better Call Saul. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so big and fan. He's, uh, yeah. uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, I, I don't think Saul's you've brother. gotten here yet, but it, it won't really be a spoiler. No? He's in The Good Place. He is in The Good Place? He's in it. Yeah, season I can't three. find that season three. I need to look yeah. a little harder. I looked today and it was still did not change on Hulu. I'm like, <laughs> well, there's my resources exhausted. Um, other. If only we, we knew how to Google. Yes. Refer to last episode. All right. I know there are tons of gems in this movie, but Colleen Camp as Yvette the Maid. Mm. Really? Okay. This is an acting comedy masterclass. She's from Wayne's World, Apocalypse Now, American Hustle. Oh. She has tons of credits, tons. <laughs> and you could tell why. She is a really capable actress. Even though she has a smaller name than some of the people on the cast, I think she really pulls the weight. Because this character, as we know, there's no Yvette the Maid in Clue the board game. Oh, so. I haven't even played Clue the oh, board game. Oh, you don't game. know Clue the canon? Not at all. Oh, so these names must sound really trippy with Professor <laughs> well, Plum. Yeah, I've, heard, yeah. I've heard the names, yeah. but I, I haven't played them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lastly, leaving as Mr. Body. Uh, he's a punk band... Uh, He's from the punk band Fear, and he's the lead singer who's also in this movie. No clue. That's so it's weird. Just, it, it is it, it is weird. So, <laughs> so it's just why. So the person who dies yeah. is named Mr. Mr. Body. Body. Yeah. That, or does he? That's pretty good. I don't know. We'll have to watch the movie to find out, right? Damn. Um, Michael McDowell of Beetlejuice fame wrote the novelization for this movie. Um, just huh. wanted to bring that. With the star-studded ca- comedic cast, filming was described as riotous fun. Um, no oh. one was allowed to improvise lines, but the cast was so professional. When Madeline Kahn has a certain moment, an iconic, hashtag iconic, uh, movie moment, it was entirely improvised. They had no choice but to keep it in the film. It was that good. Interesting. It was that wonderful. Okay. Um, the intention with the different endings, this was not done before in any way, shape, or form. The intention uh-huh. was the different endings was so that the audience would come back and watch it again. This film has three different endings. And basically, you would buy a ticket, go to the movies, and only see one of those three endings. And uh-huh. then be like, will you come back and see another one? Um, <laughs> with the DVD and further release, they film all the endings back-to-back. So we will see every ending tonight oh, uh, play out differently. Nice. Um, uh, but the audiences hated this. Uh, they did not come back. They said, this needs to stop. Roger Ebert bombarded the film oh, saying, it, and he was not the only one saying it was just a load of trash, a load of junk. And all the comedic moments and the great acting in this film got overshadowed. The little, oh. it, it's like, I, w- I don't want to say fart humor. It's like above fart humor, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's gr- funny. You just gotta, you gotta give it a chance, right? Yeah. Um, the theater gimmick stopped after Clue, possibly. Um, I mentioned William Castle, famous director, used to have flying skeletons, vibrating seats, um, yeah. Just to give you a few more examples. And in 1985, audiences just didn't want a gimmick. 
Um, the endings weren't as solid as many hoped, and there's one ending that's way more solid than the other two endings. Okay. So it would feel like you got gypped if you didn't see that ending. Right. Um, <laughs> comedy, suspense, mystery, Agatha Christie parody are all the genres of this film. Um, I caught it mid to late 90s on TV, along with tons of young, other younger audiences that latched onto it. And as I said, I used to watch this film religiously, and there's <laughs> gifts and quotes aplenty. Damn. Um, that's my pre-film notes, so any hey. prior thoughts before we get no, in? I, I've been hearing about this film for quite some oh, time. Oh no, I, I don't want to hype it too much, that's it. No, yeah. no I mean... I, it's I, hard not to, though. Not even here, I have a couple of other friends who love it, and they kind of say the same thing, that mm-hmm. it like just shaped uh, who they are. <laughs> As a person. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And um, I, I, I'm just really excited. Alright, well... I really... Uh, yeah. And we get to experience all three endings, so take that, 1985 moviegoers. Mm-hmm. So we're driving a car up to... Wait, is that... The hill we're supposed to go to? What? Is that a house on the hill? <gasps> oh my, there's a murder afoot. Let's get to the bottom of it, Matthew. <laughs> the game is afoot. Je ne peux pas believe that happened. Oh, or maybe man. did it? Mm. Did something else happen? Or maybe another thing? So we just watched Clue. Yeah. Yeah. How do we like it? Did we enjoy it? First thoughts? Anything? I enjoyed it quite a bit. Mm. Quite a bit. I liked it a lot. Uh, the sense of humor was fantastic all right i'm glad it wasn't too like subtle for you oh no there are points that i think that this movie drags a little bit but you know i don't know i was really into it pretty Mm. much the whole time i think uh (laughs) there's even i don't think it's subtle maybe you know some parts of it are the subtitles did help but um you know there's a lot of visual gags and slapstick Mm -hmm. humor that i wasn't expecting that i think really just elevated it Mm. It, it's it's a really good one Okay. Yeah, All right. great humor here. All right, so let's dive right in. So the intro and score by John Morris, who was a frequent Mel Brooks slash Gene Wilder collaborator. Mm. So he's providing all those do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, <laughs> like cheesy background music. Yeah. Uh, Clue was filmed on sound stages at the Paramount Pictures Film Studios in Hollywood. The set design is credited to Les Gobjères, <laughs> Gene sure. uh, Nomenwas, and William B. Majorand. With set decoration by Thomas L. Royce Den. To decorate the interior sets, authentic 18th and 19th century furnishings were rented from private collectors, including the estate of Theodore Roosevelt. Um, After completion, the set was brought by the producers of Dynasty, who used it as their fictional hotel, the Carlton. Uh, Hmm. All interior sims were filmed at a Paramount lot, with the exception of the ballroom scene. The ballroom, as well as the driveway gate exteriors, were filmed on location at a mansion located in South Pasadena, California. I don't remember the ballroom scene. It it was the one where the curtain, where she's walking toward Uh, the curtain, like someone's behind there, right? Gotcha. This site was uh, destroyed in a fire October 5th, 2005. Exterior shots of the Pasadena mansion were enhanced with matte 
paintings to make uh, the house appear much larger. And these were executed by Matt artist Sid Dutton in consultation with Albert Whitrock, who we'll know from like the thing. Uh, every backdrop is basically his. Okay. Like, he's responsible for half the the backdrops in That's Hollywood. Crazy. I don't just know so how they know. how they even do these backdrops. All right, picture it: 1954, New mm-hmm. England, a stormy night at an old hilltop mansion. Wadsworth. Weird, yep. weird cars everywhere. Yeah. Weird cars. Weird. Is that a real background? Is the weather really happening? I don't know. Uh, Wadsworth, played by Tim Curry, drives up and steps in dog shit. And this yep. is the first running gag we get to. He's a yep. butler. There's two dogs outside. Throws some meat to them, and then does the. Yeah. Smelling for dog shit. That is subtle. It that's, is subtle. And it happens like a good it. six yeah. times. So oh, yeah. they had to do it. It's a running gad. Y- Yvette the maid, played by uh, Colleen Camp, in this really skimpy, really, really skimpy. But it's it's perfect. It's like so short, maid yeah. skirt, and just cleavage it's all the way out. All the guy's attention. Yeah. Except for uh, Mr. Mr. Green. <laughs> Mr. Green. Um, Yvette is cleaning glasses and rocking out to shake, rattle, and roll. Um, we meet Miss Ho, the cook, yeah. and her only line is, dinner will be ready at 7.30. And Use then that's it. A ho. <laughs> dinner will be ready at 7.30. Oh, man. Paycheck. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, she got Bye. paid for that. Yeah. Uh, Colonel Mustard, uh, Martin Mole arrives, all using alias names, and we find out that every person coming has letters that invited them to the house from Mr. Body, or from an anonymous source, yeah. to meet with Mr. Body. Um, attend to the Colonel. Um, Wadsworth says to Yvette and any way he wants as long as it's okay right so a lot of sexual innuendo in this movie oh yeah blink and you miss it or clog your ears for a second and you'll miss it within reason that is and we get this bookcase wall decor that's straight out of any uh, murder mystery it's just a wall that is also a bookcase <laughs> um, Miss White who's Madeline Kahn enters fabulously with this white reveal jacket right she yep. takes it off and it's what? We're going by Mrs. White? Oh, well, I never knew. Um, I, I love Madeline... I wonder why they call you that. Yeah, I love Madeline Kahn's restrained, like, chaotic energy in this. Like, she always feels like she's just on the verge of killing everyone. Yeah. But she's just teetering there. Just very quiet. Um, and we find out from the glance that she gives Yvette that Mrs. White knows her. Mm, yeah. All right, our first, our first sting. Dun-dun! Like, remember this, audience. Miss um, Scarlet's car has broken down outside... And she poses over it to get picked up by Professor Plum, and both are going to the same place, Hill House, not yep. the Mike Flanagan <laughs> Hill House, but yeah, this Hill know. House. Um, I, in the opening scene, the cars match the colors that they're supposed to be. So even oh, though Miss Scarlet isn't wearing Scarlet, which is kind of out of the blue, she's wearing this green ensemble, right. um, her car is Scarlet too. Huh. So that's something they did. That's okay. blink and you miss it. Um, Miss Peacock and Mr. Green arrive. Uh, Miss Peacock by Eileen Brennan with this fabulous hat piece that just gets get in the way. Like yeah. as soon as she walks in, both of you chuckled. April and Matt on the couch, just like oh, I get it. She's a peacock. Oh, yeah. She is kooky. Yeah, and Mr. Green has this nervous tension that really he's accident prone, just very skittish yeah. all over the place. And when he arrives, Walter goes, sit to the dogs, and he sits, and he's like, no, not you, sir. Uh, that's great. I love that kind of very punny humor over here. Yeah. Very uh, double entendre. Mm-hmm. Professor Plum and Miss Scarlet arrive, and they pause at the gates going, oh, is that the house? Thunder crash. Why is the car stopped? It's frightened. Bum bum. And while they're running out in the rain, uh, Professor Plum cops a feel for Miss Scarlet, and we just get that, oh, he's a little handsy, this one. It's like, oh, you two know each other. Yeah. No. I don't think so. We just met. Yeah. Um, and all have arrived, as I said before, the color of the cars, blah, blah, blah. Um, while they're talking, the gong rings by Mrs. Ho and Mr. Green flings a drink at Miss Pika, uh, at Miss Scarlet. 
And he's just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so accident prone, you know, and all the eyes. There's like chemistry of eyes acting with eyes. Mm. It's really, really good. I oh, think yeah. the acting is superb, just subtly. I'm not in surprised this. that it, you, you mentioned they had like a riot on set. Oh, it yeah. Seems like it such seems such fun to film. Fun, yeah. And these are all theater movie aficionados who like on their A game, they're, stri- they're just having fun when filming oh, and you can feel it. That is great. Um, so we sit down in the kitchen and it's extremely awkward. They ask Wadsworth what he does and he goes, I buttle, sir. <laughs> I'm yeah. the butler. I buttle. Um, we get some amazing quotes. Um, Colonel Mustard is quoting, uh, the female is more more deadly than the male and we get oh, a close-up yeah. on miss white just staring like things will piece together later on all these clues that are dropped the first time you watch and then he asks uh do you like kipling yeah and miss uh, uh miss Scarlet's like sure yeah. i'll eat anything um <laughs> just little jokes like that oh, um so good it's miss- just the delivery is perfect yeah mr body is late to the dinner but um yvette goes oh i will keep something warm for him and everyone's like oh what were you planning on keeping warm for him honey uh <laughs> what did you have in mind dear and we get this slurping scene between uh professor plum and miss white as like <laughs> and it's just awkward watching as they oh, yeah. eat this That's soup for the uh, the shark Oh. folks out there yeah the shark fin soup which is another like don't eat that that's bad to the sharks right mm. gotta kill the whole shark to make the shark fin soup damn um miss peacock becomes the hostess and she is the constant chatterbox uh we learn that miss peacock is a politician's wife mm-hmm. and both her and mr green work in washington in fact most of the people at the table walk work in uh washington uh, Miss White's husband lies around on his back all day, which is a great joke. Like, what does your husband do? Is oh nothing, just lies around on his back all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Green spills more soup on Miss Scarlet uh, or Miss Peacock, and we find out that it's Miss Peacock's favorite dish. She goes, oh, it's excellent. She's the only one that's eating. So yeah. there's a clue for your audience. One of right? her favorite recipes. Yes, uh, Professor Plum works for the World Health Organization, and all live and slash are related to government work. Miss yeah. Scarlet knows Colonel Mustard, and Mr. Body arrives and also knows Yvette. He, Mr. Body walks in, he has this snakeskin briefcase, <laughs> and he's just casually sitting there, and everyone's like, what? Who is this man? And he he constantly, like, gooses Yvette. Like, that's kind of her oh, role. Yeah. Like, Yvette's been around in this movie. Yep, hikes Being, up her skirt. Yeah. Yeah, real skeevy like guy. Oh, yeah. This lead singer that can't really act, even though he has three lines. I think he's okay, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, it's only five lines. Which could he mess up? It's just... Someone playing the tough guy. Wait, he's got the look, though. I he, get why they cast him. But you said you didn't know. You weren't expecting him to look that way. Yeah, but once you got used to it a little bit, you, know, it's, it's, you got used to his character, you know, making moves at Yvette. Yeah. And, and just, like, the way he talks and everything. Yeah, you, you could definitely get that A real skeeze, yeah. Um, Wadsworth suggests they all adjourn to the study, and he opens up a letter. Mr. Body tries to leave, but we find out all doors are locked, windows are barred, which is... That's pretty, uh, uh, sketchy. You, you can get around that, though, right? Like, the door, hey, even Mr. though Wadsworth... Body tried. Oh, yeah, one dog. Mm. Well, he runs to the greenhouse, and he yeah. goes, I'm gonna... Or the conservatory, sorry. And he goes, I'm gonna just leave. And Wadsworth's like, no, you could try. This, uh, this potted base, plant this pot, through yeah. this glass and <gasps> one like, dog. It's just glass. I think one dog they could have all taken. I mean, I the know. dog can't get them all. <laughs> and the true. other two were chained up at the front of the house, which we learned. They were just cowering in their little dog house. True, true. Yeah, they didn't hey, seem maybe, that violent. Maybe things change when you're not looking. <laughs> 
Oh, a lot well. of that happens here. Mm-hmm. They're all gathered back into the study, and we find out they're all being blackmailed, but no one knows by who. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yvette leaves the room as Wadsworth reads the letter, and he basically reveals everyone's kind of blackmail material. Yeah. Uh, Professor Plum has no license to practice because he sexually mistreated his patients, which we get from his constant sexual misconduct with hmm. uh, Miss Scarlet that he's yeah. going after. Uh, Miss Peacock took bribes for husband's votes in the men's room. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a lobbyist, kind of getting the votes for him in uh, bribery and such. Miss Scarlet runs a brothel. Professor Plum asks uh, for the number, which I always found funny. It's like, yeah, yeah. oh, and what's the phone number of your little <laughs> establishment, huh? Pulls out a pen and pad. Uh, we get the line, that's a double negative, and so that's a proof positive then. Yep. Um, are you trying to make me look stupid in front of the other guests, Matt? <laughs> you don't need my help for that, sir. That's true. Mm, that's <laughs> and right. And they even go, that's right. Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, Miss White, husband died mysteriously, uh, and she's paying to avoid the scandal, and we get some excellent lines uh why would he want to kill you in public oh no i think he just said that in public that he was going to kill her <laughs> and then uh miss white is like well killed is pretty finally final huh and it's got the final say in that uh he was a nuclear scientist and he mysteriously got his head and penis both cut off mm-hmm. so <laughs> who could have did it miss white is constantly denying but she's like now that he's dead i'm alive she's a uh, suspect number one yeah she's that black widow right uh, mm-hmm. like a real debbie character when we get to adam's family values in this mm-hmm. oh man i can't wait that <laughs> that's another ooh, one that I, might, i've heard that might be mark's pick hmm ooh. yeah hmm, well, now that gotta, i think about it, it you, can you, you put in the chat can you, you ask him already? for his hint yeah um, we but, don't know. Uh, yeah, at this point, in back in Clue, I, <laughs> there's just a lot to pay attention to, and I'm really, I yeah. don't think I caught it all. Like, no, it's okay. And you're not supposed to. Yeah. As we'll get to in the end, you really weren't supposed to catch anything. <laughs> Pretty much. They like, could have shoehorned anything into the end. And all it the backstories are like a whirlwind of things that I, I yeah. couldn't really follow. But And like, this is where I worry we're losing, because it's a slow start. It's really yeah. slow to introduce the characters and get the atmosphere and make you think you're watching another movie just a murder mystery mm-hmm. instead of the comedy. Yeah, and in the middle of all the backstories happening, you have like this really witty dialogue, which is, you know, that also... You have to leave space for laughter and everything like that. Yeah. It's easy to miss things, but I'm glad it didn't really, um, it wasn't necessary for the ending. Yeah. We also find out Miss White's first husband disappeared and he was an illusionist. And when she goes, well, he wasn't a very good illusionist, was he? If he disappeared and then it didn't come back. Uh, Mr. Green works for the state and is a homosexual. Gasp. <laughs> Thunder crashes. Everyone's yeah. <laughs> like just avoiding him. That's his only crime. Yep. Yep. Um, Mr. Body is blackmailing them all, he reveals, and uh, while he's fighting Colonel Mustard, Three Stooges style, uh, Colonel Mustard isn't really, he's more talk than anything, uh, Miss White knees him in the groin, and everyone applauds her for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wadsworth reveals that the police have been called, and that Yvette has been recording the conversation as Colleen Camp is sitting on the pool table just caressing these balls on the pool table, drinking from like the smallest little glass. Oh, I didn't even notice oh, that. Oh my gosh, like wow. everything. She chews the scenery in this. She's a real physical comedian. Yeah. Um, Mr. Body returns with a suitcase that he just probably carries everywhere with him, and he reveals, oh, we're gonna get this party a little interesting. And he gives each of these uh, guests a gift wrap box, which contains a classic clue weapon in them. Oh, yeah. And at this point, I brought up some of these weapons aren't as equal as the others, right? <laughs> nope. Really, the so, gun is the only good one. I am glad they gradually build up to it. Yeah. It's not like you get the gun and then the knife, and then you're like, all right, oh, right. Pipe, yeah. Wrench, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask which weapon would we prefer if we were in this scenario, but I mean, there's clearly one 
one choice. I mean... The candlestick. Come on. <laughs> if I could practice knife throwing, I yeah. feel like that would be really But that effective. knife didn't even look sharp and we commented on it. It looked True. a little dull, right? <laughs> oh, uh, the gun. Mrs. Mrs. Peacock, right? She was handling yeah, that. Yeah, the gun Professor Plum has is oh, yeah. the only way to go. Um, but this, well, I will say limited number of bullets oh yeah that's true mm. and a lot of missing going on in this movie <laughs> or aiming at things that aren't living people oh yeah mm. um, so Mr. Body reveals that if they all kill Wadsworth they can all leave and go on with their lives uh, the lights go out someone hits uh, there's a sound of someone moaning and then a gun fires and the lights go on and Mr. Body is supposedly dead on the floor mm-hmm. gasp first death of the movie there's no gunshot wound um, Professor Plum checks and he's like no he's dead and immediately I was like alright I'm suspicious of Professor Plum right anyone who checks the mm-hmm. body and says that you're already like that's true I didn't even think of that yeah, yeah. you gotta pay attention during those murder scenarios <laughs> uh, but there's no gunshot it broke a, a vase on the mantle and they all suggest maybe he was poisoned to which Miss Peacock as she's drinking goes ah, 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 right yeah, it she starts waits. well I mean I yeah. guess it's understandable yeah screaming there's and, no way you can't poison somebody in the dark. No, you're gonna pour it. Yeah, you say, yeah, right. <laughs> really, force. I think them they meant as it. they walked in, right? Even though they all took drinks, maybe since she was drinking, like I guess so, in the moment. Like what? Is, what is the timing coincidence yeah. of that happening as the lights turn off? It for works a few faster for certain people other than yeah, right. others who came in later to the party. Um, uh, but uh, Mr. Green slaps Miss Peacock and goes, "Well, I had to stop her from screaming." Yeah. And suddenly we hear another scream. It's Yvette, and they all run and try to find out she's locked in and uh she opens the door and goes oh mon dieu there's a murderer here in this awful french accent that's so great in its own way and she goes i am fighting the murderers here and they go where she goes this is one of you of course in this room yes i do drink the cognac and i am fighting i do not want to be alone and they're like come with us with the murderer yes there are safety in numbers my dear and she's just like rolling her eyes like what am i even supposed to do uh wadsworth Reveals that he invited them all because Body was also blackmailing him and his wife who committed suicide because she was a <gasps> socialist. <Ooh. laughs> the greatest crime you could commit in the 1950s. I don't even know if she, well, I guess she was, but also her friends were Oh, socialists. yeah, yeah. She, her it's friends like, were, right. she hung out with <gasps> socialists. <laughs> and uh, it, he reveals that um, whoever was blackmailing them considered them all un-American, what they were doing, like a brothel taking advantage of their... Their clientele, a physician uh, stooping his patients, like (laughs) which to me is just such a weak reasoning. mm -hmm. But but it it makes sense with the time of like McCarthyism and all the you know the the House of Un American uh, Activities Board. And all like, that. But what about that as an American? Well, I mean, Stupid we do reveal that capital- capitalism is the way to go in this. If you mm. can make money off of it, why not do it? Uh, Mr. Green breaks a table in the background because he doesn't have a chair, so he's leaning on a table and he just goes, oh, I'm uh. sorry. Um, we get that there's 39 minutes until the cops come, and then we hear, we, we say, well, who else is in the house? And they all go, oh, the, cook. the cook, Mrs. Ho. <laughs> Use a hoe. <laughs> uh, they run to the kitchen, and Mr. Green goes, well, she's not here. And the cook uh, appropriately falls out into Mr. Green's arms, and he's like, will someone help me carry her? Will someone help me carry her? They're all just watching, and he so slowly I, collapses. I, I think, like, Miss Carly comes over. Yeah, just, just watches. Like, t- like, touches his back. Yeah, and she's always smoking a cigarette. Like, she screams, and she's like, what should I do? What should oh, I do? Uh, when, get... when they mentioned the the cops coming in 39 minutes, that's actually when I started thinking, like, this it's movie. It's timed, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I don't know how well it's timed, but not, it, I noticed it, there are very few like yeah, cuts to yeah, different times. It's yeah. very uh, like just self-contained. Yeah, it's round. It's close, but it's not exact. Yeah, it's, it's very like almost real time. Almost real time. I, I was pretty uh, interested in refreshment. <laughs> it's it's very. It could be like a theater piece because you know it's all one setting, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Well, there is a live, many a live version of Clue, Clue the oh, musical. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. Didn't know that actually. We did Clue the Musical at our high school then. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably. It was long I ago. I was knocked out for that. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, passed out in the corner. Uh, they go, Who would kill the cook? Dinner wasn't that bad. And we <laughs> find out that Miss White had five separate husbands, and we get this line Husbands should be like Kleenex, soft, strong, and disposable. <laughs> uh, flies are when, where men are most vulnerable. Oh, oh yeah. The wittiness of this. It, it really is. It it's stands real out. Real solid. Uh, they uh, Wadsworth says, well, let's take the cook's body into the study to tidy up the kitchen because I'm the butler and I like to keep the kitchen tidy. Yeah. Uh, they get there, no body, Mr. Body's body is gone, and they drop the cook. A uh, lot of good uh, dead body humor in this, just oh, yeah. using them as props. Like I said, a lot of visual gags, a lot of slapstick. Mm-hmm. More than uh, I thought I was going to get, more than I was expecting, and it's just all really well done. Yeah, so um, it's here where I should reveal in this uh, little movie. There was uh-huh. never enough clues to actually solve the murder at any time. Oh, great. Yeah, the writers never really wanted you to solve that murder. Okay. Um, and even though it's a little bit early, uh, there was a fourth ending filmed huh. and then lost to time, but Lind removed it because he later said it wasn't really that good. I looked at it and I thought, no, 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 we've got to get rid of that. In oh, the wow. unused fourth ending, Wadsworth committed all of the murders. Okay. He was motivated by his desire for perfection, having failed to be either the perfect husband or the perfect butler. He decided to be the perfect murderer instead. Wadsworth reports that he poisoned the champagne the guest had drunk earlier so they would die soon, leaving no witnesses. Uh, the police and the FBI and Wadsworth, uh, the police and FBI arrive and Wadsworth is arrested. He breaks free, free and steals the police car, but his escape is thwarted when three police dogs lunge at him from the back seat. This ending is documented in Clue the Storybook, a tie-in book released in conjunction with the film. And nowhere else, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I didn't really need to see (laughs) that one. The the reasoning is super weak. Oh, yeah, the reasoning is super weak. (laughs) But I feel like it's just like to get everything a little bit neater and add that make them come back a fourth time, Matt. Why not? Oh, boy. When they didn't even come back a second time. I I didn't even realize when we talked about it the first time, just when we were uh, watching, I was like... Well, but what if you get the same ending again? Yeah. What if you go back to and the I said and you, see you the would same be ending? pissed, wouldn't you? I'm like, I I could see why this failed. Yeah. This whole gimmick. Um, that ending has since been lost to time. Even Tim Curry goes, I don't remember it at wow. all. Yeah. Um, there is, oof, this is big. There is a possible remake that's been huh. running around Hollywood, and a lot of people in the Clue fandom don't want it made. Or okay. do want it made, we have to choose our sides. I feel like this is such a classic that they would just screw it up. But at the same time, right. I'm not opposed to more Clue in my life. Um, I'd, I'd definitely be interested in... I, I've, I'm not against remakes. Yeah? Like, they don't really sour me on the original anyway. It's just like, we'll always have the original. Why not give it a shot? If it works, it works. I'll watch it. If it doesn't, I, I could just forget about it. We move it. on with our lives. Um, Ryan Reynolds has been slated to play Wadsworth potentially. And he's really huh. dipping his hand in a lot of pies lately with the yeah. Detective Pikachu and Deadpool and such. Yeah, I don't know if I could see it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what major celebrities would we have? What comedic celebrities would we have? Maybe people from SNL. I don't even know if it would work that well. Uh, I was reminded of um, 
Oh, what's his name? Niles from oh, Fraser. Oh, Fraser? I saw yeah, him on Broadway was... a couple years ago. Much too old to play with any of these young I think so, yeah. I mean, I'm still thinking people. of him in like Fraser. Yeah, time. I saw him in Noises Off a uh, while ago. Oh, uh, but I don't I mean, know who yeah, they would cast. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. Maybe uh, Tim Curry again. Oh, he's... <laughs> Ooh, he's kind of wheelchair bound now, but <laughs> that's him. But he's still talking, I guess. But I don't, I don't think maybe a cameo. Um, we get this line from Miss Peacock. She goes, "Well, I have to go to the bathroom." And and uh, is there one over here? And Yvette goes, "Wee oui, wee, oui, madame." And she goes, "No, I just have to powder my nose." Uh, so it's good pee humor. Oh yeah. Um, negatives get me off. Miss Peacock finds Mister Body in the bathroom after these negatives have been shown and. Uh, it's Colonel Mustard supposedly having sex with Yvette. Yeah. And that's why Miss Scarlet goes, Yvette, do you want to see these? No, I am a lady. And uh, no one can get in that position. And <laughs> Professor Bowman goes, well, let me show you. Oh, boy. And uh, Miss Peacock screams. She finds the body of Mr. Body in the bathroom. Um, and we get the miscatch. Somebody catch her. And Wadsworth goes, I will. And holds on his arm and she falls right through them. Um, uh, <laughs> we get uh, Wadsworth going I'm not shouting alright I am shouting I am I am I am and he's hit by the candlestick which is hanging on the doorway overhead yep. uh, put the corpses on the sofa uh, and how so are we yeah. this is body's second death oh gosh they, yeah. they make a point about they that they make like, it multiple nah. times who would kill him a second time well <laughs> what probably didn't stick the first time uh, what do we do uh, if we put her over the dagger will go further into her back oh tip her over the arm like so casual the yep. way they treat death in this oh, movie yeah. Uh, they put, they lock all the weapons in the cupboard, and Wadsworth has the key, and he decides, I'm going to get rid of the key, so that way we're all safe. Because if I have the key, I know I'm safe, but if you know that I have the key, then you'll think that I'm the murderer. There's a yeah. lot of, really quick, you have to stay awake to pay attention to it. And uh, I think it's to confuse yeah. the guests that are there Oh, as well. yeah, definitely. Uh, they open the door, and they find a motorist there. And the motorist is like, well, I just want to use your phone, is that okay? Uh, Wadsworth locks the motorist in the lounge... And then throws a key away, but not the key away. Yeah. Uh, we later learn. Uh, Which I, I, I get it. For, for I, me, it's a I little cheap. Well, I could explain it, right? Yeah, it I've, makes I've, sense. I've forgiven worse. Yeah. Um, uh, Colonel Mustard checks the lounge and he goes, well, is everything okay? Yep. Two, corps, two corpses. Everything's fine. <laughs> and uh, does anyone want whiskey? And he pours the whiskey out all around. Uh, yep. We were drinking wine and beer. Oh, yeah. We never mentioned. Some Opichi wine yeah, and, and some nice Portugal red bottle. and white uh, and some Heineken. I really should have gotten cognac. Uh, cognac. Co yeah. yeah, cognac. It's all good. Uh, or whiskey. Or whiskey, yeah. But uh, this Opichi and a nice... The bottle is literally shaped like a fish. Yeah, so it's like the quirky uh, yeah. clue murder weapon that we have oh, today. Definitely. Yeah, murdered you on the podcast with the Opichi bottle. Um, <laughs> we get this really drawn out scene between Colonel Mustard and Wadsworth going, yes, no, no meaning yes, no, yes meaning no. Uh, what was the question oh, yeah. to Miss White? Slams I mean, the glass and goes, please. <laughs> that's a classic. I mean, me and April, we were having that discussion the other day. Yeah. About, you know, it just I, there has to be like a word for that kind of situation. We say, uh, oh, no meaning yes or yes meaning no. Mm. Uh, Colonel Mustard suggests they split up and search the house into pairs. And they go, but that's a stupid idea. One of us could get murdered. Then we will know who the murderer is, Peacock. <laughs> this is war. Yeah, I was thinking that too, honestly. Yeah. And we get Yvette's, I am fighting of the dog. Will anyone go with me? 
Uh, and the, the guys are like, I'll go, I'll go. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Green is like, oh, good, I'm thanks. Yeah. Or, uh, thanks, I'm good. Uh, uh, he's over uh, Yvette's sexual thrall. Yeah. Um, uh, we get my favorite scene in the film. And then they end up being paired together. Yeah, right? yeah. So, we get my favorite scene in the film, which is this hilarious match comparing scene. So Wadsworth suggests they draw lots and he cuts up a match. And yeah. these matches are like long, kind of long, medium, and ridiculously short. Yeah. And they spend a good two minutes like oh, yeah. matching up the matches, like putting the really short one to the really long one, the really long one to the middle it, one, and they're are just they match? right. And they're like, Professor Plum is trying to match with any of the hot girls, and he gets stuck with Miss Peacock, <laughs> and it's just hilarious how long they take. Oh, that uh, is good. Mr. Green is with Yvette, uh, Peacock is with Professor Plum, Miss White with Wadsworth, and Miss Scarlet with the Colonel. So they all match, and it's good chemistry. I feel like it was a good balance between all the pairs. Yeah. We got something for each of them. Um, Yvette and Mr. Green squeeze up the stairs, or try to, to the attic, right? They go, I am not going up there. You yep. go first. And there's this awkward pause, to which Yvette is just carrying around this large matchstick for the whole film. Just as a weapon, as you said, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Just in her hand. <laughs> uh, Wadsworth and Miss White search uh, the second floor. Uh, in these different rooms and they're dipping their heads out like are you going in there <laughs> yeah and they double take they like oh, check yeah, some good stuff real uh, synchronized there yeah uh miss scarlet and colonel mustard are down on the main floor and she checks a curtain in the ballroom but it's just a hole in the window while uh which is suspicious i was yeah. expecting more to come out from it's that. a really good flutter it's like oh there could <laughs> be something or someone behind there right yeah maybe she will get murdered <laughs> We don't know. We don't know. And um, uh, Colonel Mustard and Miss Peacock search the cellar, and they're just like back to back, non trusting, non trusting one another. Oh yeah. Um, and we get a exterior shot where there's a cop who sees the abandoned motorist's car on the road. Yep. And takes a while to check it out. Suddenly, a gloved hand, who could it belong to, burns the evidence in the lounge, unlocks the cupboard, and kills the motorist. Uh, we get a secret passage with Scarlet and the Colonel finding it, leading them to the motorist's body, and everyone screams, everyone's running. We get this collision between Tim Curry and Mr. Green. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and Miss White and Yvette, Yvette, they all stack up. Really good uh, physical comedy. <laughs> and Yvette is like running down the stairs, like letting her bosom lead her. It's, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Just all the, prop, uh, the physical comedy that uh, Colleen Kent does in this film. Uh, and we get, let us in, let us in, let us out, let us out. And it's yep. a bad panic. Uh, Wadsworth's like, I'll knock down the door. And he runs into it, falls, nearly kills himself. And Yvette goes, I know what I would do. She runs to the closet, which is open, gets the gun, shoots the door twice, hits Colonel Mustard once. <laughs> yeah. Oh, kinda. It, yeah, it's, he, like, he's not bleeding. His, yeah, uh, grazes it. Yeah. I've been shot. Jacket. I've been shot. And she goes, come out, the door will open. And <laughs> Colonel Mustard goes out like, what are you doing? You could have killed me while the, the chandelier is unraveling. Oh yeah, that's a real good them. like bit of misdirection right yeah, there. Yeah, building, building tension. And it actually falls too. So it's yep. like, yeah, it could be like sugared glass. But even then it's a chandelier that nearly misses Colonel oh, yeah. Mustard. Definitely. Oh, it's good. Um, I really thought it was going to get somebody. Yeah. Um, Yvette throws the gun after she goes, oh no, it's a cabinet. It was open. And she just throws the gun by the chandelier yeah. instead of holding on to it. Uh, the doorbell rings and it is a cop. Uh, they let the cop in, but they go, you know, you can use the phone. And, the, uh, well, not in, and we get Miss Scarlet, like as the cop is going by, she quickly closes the door and poses in the doorway. And Professor Plum does the same thing. Yep. So it, a really drafty house, you know. <laughs> And uh, they put the cop in the library, and the phone rings, and they're all, 
but did the cop answer it? And yeah. he goes, let me out. I'll, I'll prosecute you for uh, uh, crimes against an officer. Uh, yeah, obstructing uh, justice. Justice and a murder. And they all open the door. What do you mean, murder? He goes, I just said that. So you'd open the door. And they all laugh. <laughs> oh, yeah, real nervously. Yeah. He goes, uh, why do you have Jay or Gahu on your phone? And Wadsworth goes, why shouldn't I? He's on everyone else's phone. <laughs> I really like that yeah. joke, actually. There's a lot of good uh, Jay or oh. jokes in this. <laughs> uh, why is he named after a vacuum then, right? Yeah. He's not going to clean up the mess. Uh, and the cop is like, I want to search around. Mr. Green shows him around as Miss Scarlet, Professor Plum, and the rest uh, set up the bodies in unique and usual ways. Uh, they stage everything so it looks okay. We get Shaboom, Life Could Be a Dream by the Coasters playing. And that's the title song of this movie. As soon as I heard that, I knew that Clue was on in the other room. And I was like, I should be in that room watching Clue over there. <laughs> Um, it's a great thing. And you should be in the bedroom yeah. with, uh, with the remote control. <laughs> so watching, watching Clue. Uh, and great making out with the dead body scenes. Really yep. funny. Uh, oh, yeah. Behind the curtain, like over. I knew, I knew it was going to happen. I yeah. called. You whispered to April. You're like, oh, I think I know what's going to happen. Yep. Uh, we get the motorist is doused in alcohol by Miss Scarlet and... We get even more jokes like, oh, this man, he's dead drunk or dead right. Uh, will we be driving home? No, officer, he won't be driving at all. We'll get him a car, a long black car, a limousine, right? So a <laughs> yeah. lot of things. Uh, that's good. Oh, man. it's And he goes out and Wadsworth's like, is everything okay? He's like, I've seen everything. Oh, my. Well, you don't have to confess anything. It's all perfectly legal. It is. <laughs> goes, yeah, this is America. And he goes, it's a free country. Uh, oh, I didn't know it would be that free. Right? Yeah. Oh, this is Real good farcical elements to this. It's so yeah. solid, man. So they lock the cop back in the library in 15 minutes till the police come. Uh, the colonel checks the kitchen and he gets an ironing board to the face. And Miss Scarlet discovers another secret passage. Suddenly a gloved hand gets the lights again. Yvette sneaks away. We see her sneaking down the stairs uh, to speak to someone who then murders her. The cop someone, is someone with a male. voice. No, it's a female voice. It just sounds like a male voice. Uh, I don't know. About I think that. it's a blend of both, so you can't really tell, right? Oh, I thought it was like. Fully I thought it was. Male. I think it's way more female than male. It's huh. just like sounding deeper. So different Strange. strokes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's a real um, uh, Shadow of the Colossus moment, right? Because then, mm. well, it's a long wind of joke, <laughs> but the thing you're fighting for has like a male and female voice that switches throughout the game. Um, the cop is murdered in the study, and the doorbell rings, and we get da 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 da. I am your singing, singing telegram. <laughs> and oh, a singing telegram girl is shot and murdered in cold blood. We lose too many singing telegram girls per year. Oh. They will be missed <laughs> in the arms of an oh. angel. We won't get gypped like Carol Channing or Vern Troyer did at that Oscars uh, in memoriam. I don't know how. I don't yeah. know what they were thinking. I don't know what they were thinking either. But hey, we're going to get Singing Telegram Girl on there next year. Let <laughs> yes. me tell you that. Oh, uh, wow. Well, there, there is one line. Oh, I, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think we skipped it. This is yeah. back when they were split Oh, up. no, no, I know. I was going to mention that just oh, now. Okay. I just, but you do it. You do it. I've been talking too much. Oh, well, let me think. I, I don't know if I can say I that. got it. Let I can help you out. I know exactly what lines you're is... talking of. Is it Miss White and Wadsworth? Miss White and Wadsworth. Yes, it yes. is. Yep, yep, yep. So that's who it is. I was trying to remember. Wadsworth is in a uh, Wadsworth <laughs> is in a room alone, and he's essentially it's dark, and he's like, "Whoever's in here, better just he says, watch out." If there's anybody, well, I don't know. Is there anybody in here? <laughs> just look out. Yes, and then Miss White gives. Uh, Are you hiding? Yeah. Is anybody hiding? I'm coming. 
Connie. Like, really scared. I just love that Madeline Kahn, national treasure. I just love it because that is something yeah. that you would hear, like... Yeah, me like deliver in, if like I was in, in a murderous presence, yeah. It's something you would hear in, like, like an actual horror movie. Oh. But it would be what the killer is saying in here. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just love it. You have the victim or, you know, terrorized person trying to play a killer, and it's just... Oh, so great. Oh, man. Uh, the door rings. Okay, so the lights uh, are turned off, and Wadsworth is trying to get on. He's in a shower where Tim Curry takes a shower like a champ, just turns it on, and he gets the, <laughs> lets the water hit him in his suit. Tim yep. Curry running all around in this movie, giving us a 10. We're getting oh, there. Yeah. Man. I'm telling you, if we get to the ending part... Oh, yeah. Or, I mean... <laughs> We're getting there. Never mind. Yeah. I'll bring it up later. Yeah. Uh, the lights go back on, and we get this dejected walking scene between everyone and they just go room for room and they're like well there's another dead body here two murders uh, and then they find a single telegram girl like six in total <laughs> three murders six in total this is getting serious matt oh mm. uh, wadsworth finally okay so we're at the tail end of this film yeah goes by really quick wadsworth goes all right I think I know who did it. And he recounts the events. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't expecting us to get the ending already. Yeah, I, it's I a, like it's a short, quick. simple... It feels longer than it actually is, I think, at times. Especially this time it did it, for This me. time it felt shorter. We, we did start late, though. So, I mean, it could yeah. be... Yeah, could be that. Um, so, Wadsworth recounts the events in excruciating detail. And it's a mad rush that just keeps building and building. He's running from yeah. room to room, up floors, doing... All this uh, practical the, the comedian first, work. The first like five minutes of his story are yes. just things that we've already seen yes. in the movie. It's the whole movie, movie recapped again. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, Yvette and the cook involved in the blackmail as well. Uh, we learned that Yvette knew white, scarlet, and mustard. Uh, this, uh, mustard was stooping her. She worked for Scarlet, and she cheated. Or, or White's husband cheated on her with Yvette. Mm-hmm. Um, Throwing Mr. Green everywhere. I just put Tim Curry as constantly picking Mr. Green up, throwing him into walls, oh, yeah. throwing him all over the place. That's uh, great. We find out that Colonel Mustard isn't really retired. He's working on the next great fusion bomb. Yep. And the motorist and the rest were all invited, right? They were invited because they were all either assistants or accomplices in Mr. Body's blackmail. Yeah. So everyone was here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm, very interesting. Um, everyone was supplying info. The cop was under Miss Scarlet's thumb. The telegram girl was one of Plum's patients. And the doorbell rings yet again. And Miss Peacock goes, well, whoever it is, they better go away or else they'll be murdered. And she opens the door and, excuse me, do you know that the kingdom of heaven is at hand, ma'am? <laughs> it's a televangelist. Oh, yep. no. Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> <laughs> and the flyer still is like... Yeah, in the door. His arm is just crushed in the door. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but they're like, the apocalypse is already He's here, like, buddy. You ain't whistle- yeah, whistling exactly. Dixie. He's trying to convince them like, oh, no, there's heaven and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So as uh, Wadsworth is running around, I just have to point out that Miss White gives a little scream that's blink and you miss it. She's like, oh! <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> that it was so weird to me. Yes. Like, off... It's it's a Madeline Kahn acting thing. Yeah. Like, she does quirky and weird so there's, great. There's not even anything to scream at at that yeah. point. It's like a really delayed, soft reaction. Mm. She oh. did not even... I mean, we'll definitely see Madeline Kahn more. Definitely. She's in one of my next choices, uh, I think. I think oh, she'll be popping up. That's so. a hint. Yeah, that is a hint. No, Madeline Kahn. <laughs> that scene when she does that little like yelp of a scream, that really reminds me of this uh, Reddit video <laughs> of somebody slipping on ice. Oh, I thought know. you were going to say the rat in the grocery store with... <laughs> Oh, no, I don't know what that is. Oh, there's a fake rat on top of like some produce, and one lady walks by and she goes, oh! <laughs> uh, 
No, it's a Reddit video of somebody slipping on ice in their driveway, and I think like their video doorbell or whatever oh, is recording. Man. And so they slip, they land on their, I think they land on their head, and then, like oh a, f- a few seconds later, they just really release this kind of, ah! <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh. it, it's just such a delayed reaction, and that's really what this reminded me of. Mm, so the first of our three endings, deeply explained. Oh boy. We learned that Yvette murdered the cook and Mr. Body under orders from Miss Scarlet, for whom she once worked as a call girl. Miss mm-hmm. Scarlet then killed her along with the other murder victims. She wanted to keep her business of extortion safe and now plans to sell the other guest secrets. She intends to shoot Wadsworth, who asserts there are no more bullets left in the gun, where we get the iconic scene of adding. Yeah. <laughs> Communism is just a red herring, as in all the other endings, too. So that's kind of the main theme of the... The movie yeah. Communism is just a red herring. It's really interesting seeing the recurring uh, dialogue between endings. Mm-hmm. 1 plus 2 plus 1 plus 1? 1 plus 1 plus 2 plus 1 plus 1. 1 plus 2 plus 1 plus 1. Uh, Wadsworth then reveals himself to be an undercover FBI agent, uh, takes the gun from Miss Scarlet and apprehends her. The Evangelius, Neon Jellius, oh goodness. Neon Evangelion. Yes, Neon Evangelion reveals himself to be the police chief (laughs) who arrives with cops and agents uh, to prove that the gun was empty. Wadsworth fires it towards the ceiling. However, it still contained one bullet and the gunshot brings down the hall chandelier right behind Colonel Mustard who then dies probably. (laughs) I again was really expecting somebody to be crushed by that. Yep. Oh man. Uh, but that's how it could have happened but how about this Yeah. Uh, so ending B dinner monkey's brains we reveal that Miss Peacock killed all the victims to cover up her engagement of bribes from foreign powers so not just the American government but all over the world mm. uh, nobody's called the police and we get this excellent for she's a jolly good fellow singing scene where we hear Madeline Kahn with her formal opera training being the counterpoint to everyone else yeah, she's, did hear she's that. providing the underscore <laughs> and she has like the best voice out of all of them uh, Miss Peacock holds the other at gunpoint while she escapes to her car, but she is caught by the chief. And Wadsworth reveals once did again. Did we mention the chief? Oh yeah, is yeah. Uh, even Evan- Evangelion. Neon, yeah. Evangelion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wadsworth <laughs> reveals that he has an undercover FBI agent planted to spy on her activities and to secure her arrest. And we get the line: "Take your hands off me! I'm a senator's wife." <laughs> Another quotable line, just yeah. quotes after quotes after quotes. And then, possibly the best ending, but we'll ask in the end. But oh, yeah. here's what really happened. So ending <laughs> So C, this is like definitive. They I, say... This is what we feel, right? I think I feel that this is the most definitive ending. Okay. By far. I'm I, just asking because of the title card that introduces well, it. Well, I think someone planned it that they felt it was a little more <laughs> meaty than the other two. Yeah. Um, uh, we find out that each murder was committed by a different person. Professor Plum killed Mr. Body. Miss Peacock killed the cook. Oof. Colonel Mustard killed the motorist and picked out the key from Wadsworth's pocket. Miss White killed Yvette. Uh, trip on the stairs. When when Wadsworth is running her up the stairs, uh, Madeline Kahn trips on the stairs and just falls face first into it. That's good. And, which, and Wadsworth just keeps going like nothing yeah. happened. Really uh, good. And we learn that Mr. Body is in fact Wadsworth. He was the man the whole time. And the man Professor Plum killed was his butler. So everyone but Mr. Green uh, is... Uh, is a murderer. Is a murderer. Because we find out that Wadsworth killed the singing telegram girl instead. So yeah. Mr. Green... Is the only one who doesn't get, commit murder in any one of these timelines. So until until uh, with the witnesses to each of their secret activities dead and the evidence destroyed, Mr. Body now plans on continuing the blackmail them all. And he yeah. goes, you know, we're just going to leave and life will continue on as normal. And Mr. Green goes, well, I don't think that's going to happen. And he suddenly pulls out a gun and kills Mr. Body. <laughs> Tim Curry going, excellent shot, sir. 
Very good. Yeah. <laughs> and he just dies. Uh. Oh, and Mr. Green goes, I told you I didn't do it. Opens the door. The cops run in. The chief runs in. And he goes, which one of you guys did it? They all point to each other. It was him. Uh, it was yeah. her. It was her. And we get the big reveal. Mr. Green leaves the scene going, well, I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. I got to so, say, that's probably... I think that is my favorite ending line yeah. in like yeah. many, many movies. Yeah. Maybe even all of them. That is just so great to end out on. Oh my god, in less than an hour, we've recapped the entirety of Clue. Ooh. Can you imagine that? An wow. hour on the dot. Oh man. Well, wow. Time to spend another hour talking about some bullshit. It's some bullshit, yeah. Um. So, final thoughts. We Ooh. did it, right? We don't really have another segment. No, final no, thoughts. Of we recapped the plot. This is it, I will say. All right. <laughs> the different endings. I think for a while, I'm not even sure why, but I was leaning toward the first one. Wow. I think it might just be because it was the first ending we got. Mm-hmm. And so as we got more and more endings, um, it just, to me, kind of felt a bit sluggish. I didn't really want to mm-hmm. wrap my head around everything. So I, I, I guess I latched onto the first one. Um, the second one was my least favorite by, like, a good amount. Yeah. I mean, I like Mrs. Peacock, and I like that she could commit all the murders, but it feels she, like you're getting less that, bang. She does have that zany yeah. energy to her. And it doesn't feel as funny as the other two. Like, slightly yeah, funny. I yeah. agree. Um, the third one, though, I maybe I'm coming around on it. I'm not entirely sure, because I think each ending does have its merits, and it does have some... They do have some elements that I kind of want... Mm-hmm like a final definitive ending to mm-hmm. have of all of them yeah uh, i'm not sure if i'm crazy about like basically all of the characters committing a murder mm-hmm. yeah. i think it's more apropos to the the board game and also to help sway your vote okay. we get the only improvised scene in the film in the third ending with mrs white it made me so mad there were <laughs> flames on the side of my face <laughs> breathe Bre- breathing, breathing, heavy, heaving, heavy, heavy, breathing. heavy breaths. Just, and then Wadsworth just like continues on. Oh, that that is damn fam- good. most famous line in the film. Oh man, flames inside <laughs> my face. Breathing, and you get like shots re- of all the other characters yeah, just reacting to her. So I mean, clearly. <laughs> This is the definitive That's ending. That's fair, and I, I do love the line. I think for me, my favorite line is actually, you know, the one delivered by Mr. Green at the end. Yeah. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. Yeah. Homosexuality uh, was just a red herring uh, the whole yeah, time. There you go. Yeah. I don't, I, I guess I'm, <laughs> o- you know what, I'm okay with um, giving the last ending my my thumbs up. Yeah. Um, I'm still Would you have gone back and seen one. the other endings? Back in the 1920s when this premiered, hey, 1980s. Let me tell you, if I had AMC A list, you're I, damn right. I don't think AMC A list was a thing back then. What? Yeah. How it did might people, have been. How did people live? Did people even go to the movies back then? Well, probably not. Right. That's why this failed. Weren't they doing hard drugs and partying and listening to Air Supply and? Oh, if <laughs> if Heather's taught us anything, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Uh, or if uh, Richard Linklater movies taught me anything. Yeah. With us, uh, dazed and confused. Hmm. But, uh, all right, I guess I'm leaning toward the third one. I'm just, yeah. I'm just not crazy about everyone committing a murder. 
seems. But it's like the board game. I mean, there, well, in the board I game, there's only the board game. in the board game, there's only one murderer. We right, should right. we should play that so you get well invested in the story. But yeah, we'll play it on Probably. podcast. That'll be a three hour thing. Hey, maybe we have a new podcast here. Yeah, our Patreon Central episode is tabletop. watching three grown men and April play Clue. Oh yeah, uh, not even watching. Yeah, no just listening just to us move the pieces. Going, was it this? Yeah, no. Uh, but. I guess I could go with that. I don't know. Maybe I like kind of care about the characters a little bit. Wow. Like, yeah. Like, I think maybe I want them to be good at heart. Yeah. And if each of them kills someone I think they're else, just skeevy, but they're really like... Like it really is farcical, yeah. so you're not supposed to take any of it seriously. I mean, seriously. they only sold government secrets and yeah, sexually harassed people and... That's true. But uh, through the course of the movie... I mean, R. Kelly, let's be <laughs> honest, is the real villain of the movie, right? Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Had to shoehorn him in here somewhere. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was, it's only been one episode since we mentioned him. He had a real Miss White breakdown <laughs> in oh front of Gail. I haven't listened to the whole thing. Oh. What do you mean? There's New Jersey it. Trap remixes going on. It's going to be on damn. all the clubs this week. I know what I'm doing this weekend. Yeah. But uh, I will say, while we're mentioning the board game, I did feel at parts that, you know, with these board game uh, elements... Mm-hmm. They did feel kind of shoehorned into the oh, movie. Yeah, they, but they, yeah, well, you talk. I've talked I, so much. I know, like I can't. I shouldn't fault it that much because it is just a silly premise mm-hmm. to start out with, and I really can't even believe they tr- tried making this work and they succeeded in making it work. A movie based on the board game Clue. It should not be as good as it is. It should not be like memorable in the way that it is, but it just really works. I'll just say like. It starts to show its seams, its, mm-hmm. its clunkiness. Yeah. When, um, you know, Mr. Body is handing out the presents mm-hmm. and, you know, you see all the weapons and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Or you, they, I think they mention like, the locations in the dialogue when they split up. They're like, you go to the bedroom, you go to the billiards room, you go to the yeah. club. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay. So it's like the board game. Yeah. Definitely get that uh, feeling. But just goddamn if the humor wasn't right up my alley, if I wasn't laughing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say throughout all of it, but no. maybe, like the first two thirds, I would mm-hmm. say really, I also feel the ending was clunky. Yeah. And... Cause you were really focusing in. you were trying to piece together that mystery. Yeah. I think if you just... go in not wanting to solve the mystery and just treating it as like, it is what it is. Yeah. Because just... we remember that Lynn couldn't write an ending. That I was know. his one thing. That is really unfortunate. He couldn't like... figure out a way to feasibly kill off these characters I, and make yeah. sense at the same time. So I know. he just went the camp route. He's like, I'm just gonna make it all camp. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it just, I, I feel like maybe if there was more energy devoted to like uh, just a real definitive ending, I will say maybe the three endings thing mm-hmm. worked to its detriment. Mm-hmm. Which kind of sucks, but it, it, at least it's remember, remembered for yeah. that, I guess, for better or worse. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just wasn't really feeling the the ending's energy. Yeah. It wasn't uh, as funny to me as the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was trying too hard to explain things when really it just... It could have been something simple like the dogs did it or yeah. like, you know, a monkey. Yeah. Or, or Lisa. Nosferatu. I mean, not, not Lisa Maggie. Yes. Or Nosferatu, yeah. Burns his suit. <laughs> Burns his suit. Check. Burns his suit. <laughs> well, I, yeah, so I feel the ending didn't really work, but everything else did. I was, mm-hmm. I was really uh, deliberating on giving it an eight until wow. uh, until the final few scenes, mm-hmm. final few minutes. Yeah, I'm gonna lower it to 
Seven point four. That's still really high. Pizza slices. With these point four pizza it is, slices. It is really damn good and enjoyable. Like yeah. I don't really want to go back and watch the ending. No. Um, which is funny because like if you're if you're marketing it as like something you need to go back and watch the different endings for, it's like I don't really want to see any ending. Mm-hmm. But those first uh, first hour of the movie, for at least, mm-hmm. really just holds together so well for me. Okay. I was really into it. Thank you yeah. for showing me. I've yeah. been meaning to give this a, a, a shot. Well, there you go. Maybe give this a, a yeah. bludgeon over the head. Yeah, take a clue and watch this movie. Hey. Um, I enjoy this movie. Um, I don't think I'm ever going to give anything an 8 besides. <laughs> I think Moonstruck I did, but I kind of want to take it back now in retrospective. Yeah, I wanted to do that with Primer, yeah. but because... I. I, I, I wanted to rate Primer a bit high. I think I might have done a point for Primer, a point something, which I never... I'm highly against. Oh, wow. I just... But, I, I realize afterwards I feel a little bit bad about giving an A to a movie that had, like, a character casually using the word fags, which but, is like... Yeah. We forgot about it, but it was like... Um, when it happened, we were like, that's kind of weird. I didn't even hear it. <laughs> no, I didn't even bad. notice. And there were other With all things. the gay porn jokes we made, I didn't even notice. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. And there were other things that I wasn't crazy about, but... Hmm. But ah, just in the heat of the moment, I, I, it is such an inspiration to me. So yeah, I, I, I mean, that. to be honest, we did watch it. Miami Connection, which feels oh, like yeah. that's the dirtiest movie, and Master of Disguise, which is the unspeakable evil. Oh boy! Yeah, thank God that's not in our oh, yeah. comedy month. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm going to be a little more lenient with my scores, possibly. Oh, wow! Like, even Spider Verse, I think maybe I rated that somewhere in the sevens. Fuck! I'm, <laughs> usually I own my scores, but I'm bumping that up to an eight. Wow! Spider Verse is fucking. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. I love this movie um, for obvious reasons. Otherwise, I wouldn't have oh, chosen yeah. a big part of who I am. I'm my je- comedy I'm background. I'm jealous you grew up with it. Yeah. It's great. I actually saw it the first time in this very house. Yeah. Hey. If I remember Wait, correctly. This, this house? Yeah. Downstairs in oh, this very house. Wow. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Poetic. Really good for our audio medium that I'm referencing <laughs> the room and house we're sitting yeah, in. We're actually in Hill House mm. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not Mike Flanagan's Hill House. <laughs> no crooked lady here. Um, I don't know what that is. Oh need to watch Haunting of Hill House. Crooked, oh, that sounds scary. It is scary. Oh. Uh, well, I'm not going to rate anything perfect unless it's Harold and Maude, which I think I gave an 8, and then Moonstruck, which I think I gave an 8 as well. Um, if the pizza ratings even existed back in Harold and Maude times, <laughs> yeah, who know, knows? I'm sure. um, so, I'm gonna... Somebody out there is like a nerd with our podcast and knows. <laughs> me. It's me. <laughs> oh, <true. laughs> if anyone, it's me. But um, I'm going to rate it a solid 7 out of 8. Yeah. Oh, you don't do points? Nope, I never do points. It's oh, against wow. my religion. I do not like that points. What All is right. a point slice? You either eat the whole slice or you don't. Hey, some people don't like the crust. And those people, they got a special place reserved for them <laughs> with Mr. Body's body in the lounge popped over the couch. <laughs> what about people who only like the crust? They can also <laughs> join them. They'll be in the bathroom or in, yeah. the, in the kitchen cupboard. Yeah. There'll be the singing telegram girl just left outside in the rain. (laughs) Not even brought inside. (laughs) Where did her body go? That's another question. The police just ran in. No, they brought her in eventually. Oh, yeah, they did. It took a while. Yeah. All right. Uh, Well, with that, uh, I guess we'll sign off and then check and see if our mystery third co-host has replied back to our uh, message to the beyond. Oh, yeah. Let's see. He He has asked, are we doing a bit? Or am I sending them via messenger? He is sending them via messenger. Them we do not have the technology, the money, or the means to get a Skype call in. <laughs> <laughs> and pray that it works over the we phone. We just put the I I don't think it I don't think it'll work that way. <laughs> Tell him thank you, but no thank you. Um, while Matt does that, I guess I'll state where you can find us on social media. My name is Jonathan Kwiatkowski. 
Uh, you can find me at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and Read JK on Twitter. You can follow my other podcast, Anime Was Not a Mistake, where we look at a retrospective series on Studio Ghibli and other anime. Currently, we just watched Tales from Earthsea, which is probably the worst in the Ghibli canon so far, so I wouldn't recommend watching it, but if you are an anime fan, what are you doing? Go out there and watch some Ghibli films and listen to us and my fellow co-host Dan Ryan finally take you through The Bits. The Bits? The Bits. Is that a movie? No, just The Bits. The nubbins and The Bits. I I was zoned out until like the last (laughs) few words, so I was like, ooh, The Bits, I've never heard of that anime. (laughs) All right. I am, I think I'm still Martz Zabrera. Zabrera. Well, I'm definitely uh, Martz Zabrera if I'm acting as his uh, surrogate to present his... But where can we find you on the social meteors? Yeah, social meteor, meteor rights. I, um, <laughs> ah, association, I see. Me, meteors have rights, <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm losing it already. It's, mm. oh boy, <laughs> I just saw Mark said. Uh, you can find me in the bedroom. Ooh. With? With the headphones. Oh, and who did you kill? <laughs> Killed blank I, in the blank with I, the blank. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> see, I'm not used to this board game right. business. Uh, I killed Matthew I killed, Mark Zabrini. No, no. <laughs> I killed. Uh, I killed any and any chance of me getting out of debt. Oh. Okay. By buying expensive headphones with uh, with credit cards. In that are maxed out. Yeah. <laughs> in. Uh, I, in a puddle of your tears. Oh yes, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Oh lord. Wow, that was a complicated uh, mystery. That so was tough. Madcap, I, bet, I bet none of yeah. you expected that one. No, Madcap Marchness continues on, and here's a hint from beyond oh, the grave. Yeah. <laughs> from Mark. He's crude. He's crass. He's family, and that's it. Oh no! You know what it is. I think I know what it is. Is it what you said before? No, you know what? No, it's know. not. Oh, it, well, okay, you're. It, <laughs> it could be. I don't know. Nah. Oh, interesting. I have no it clue. is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh. Well, look forward to that one next time, ladies and germs. Oh, he's a jolly good fellow. Oh, he's a jolly good fellow. Alright, you bunch of movie-loving booze hounds, it's last call. You heard me last call. What do you mean? Who do you think you are? It's me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, your resident nightcaps at the theater co-host, bartender, movie podcast curator, and pretentious cinema snob. Nightcaps at the theater, yeah, that's right. Oh, you heard of it. Well then, friend, let me top you off. It's thanks to people like you that this little show of ours can make it into the final reel week to week. How else could Mark fund his Funko Pop addiction or Mac create a new internet handle every episode to avoid the FBI? We can't thank you lovelies enough, but why not keep the party going? Do you want to have a conversation on campy cult classics, question foreign flicks, or massacre movie monstrosities? Then look no further. Reach out to us on social media. You can follow our humble little podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Nightcap Cinema. 
And if you aren't listening to us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, whatever, and rating, reviewing, and for goodness sake, subscribing, well then, we might have to tell Aunt Ida to put some cha-cha heels on to kick your ass. I think I talked your ear off enough, though. But put that wallet away. This last nightcap is on us.